1: podcast i'm your host chris man welcome to another podcast welcome to the final podcast of 2022 not the last one but the last one of the season uh it is good to be back and it's kind of bittersweet today because it's the last regular season podcast for the year it's sad yeah it's sad but you know it is what it is and i can't wait to have a little bit of a break from this podcast and you know spend some time with the family as well but today i have with me Jeremiah, he's an author, and yeah, an author. How's it going?
0: Yeah, I'm really good, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. As the last last guy, it feels good to be here. Yeah.
1: No problem. Yeah, it's just uh, I was, I had another idea planned, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna scrap it. And I'm gonna put the interview in there. So it's you know that's I nice. that's what I love about this. It's you can kind of. I'm very flexible with this. I can do yeah. whatever I want uh, right. with it.
0: What was what was the idea? <laughs> I want to see what I'm competing again.
1: Uh, it was just kind of like a wrap up for this year. I kind of pushed it okay, to, okay. to the Christmas special. I talk a lot about this year and all that. So okay. the Christmas cool. special is more going to be the wrap up for this year instead. So <laughs>
0: okay, got it. Yeah.
1: So tell me a little bit about yourself.
0: Uh, yeah, man. I'm uh, well. As you said, I'm an author. Uh, I'm also a stand up comedian. Yep. Uh, I'm Canadian, so I was from. Vancouver and right now I'm just in Toronto just trying to make it work out here. So those are just, you know, the main things that I'm doing and yeah, having a lot of fun doing it. So uh, as an author, I just have my first book out now. It's a sci-fi book Hive. Uh, well, I'll talk about it at the end though or whatever you want to know about it. But yeah, yep. That's just a little gist about me. Alright.
1: Uh, can you tell me about your book, The Hive? What is it about? Yeah,
0: for sure. It's a uh, alien invasion story. So pretty much it was, it's a world where there was an alien invasion uh, a few years ago and humans mostly Beat the alien, but then the alien slowly starts to come back, which is the hive, and then they learn more and more that it's coming back stronger, and there's more than was originally believed. About the alien. So that's what the little gist about is about.
1: All right. Yeah. What inspired you to write this book? Uh, I was doing
0: a lot of... I was actually screenwriting before I was book writing. But then I had a conversation and I realized that if you want to write a book, want to write a movie, you have to have like a million dollars to make it. Mm -hmm. And with a book, you can just write something and then just make it yourself. So that's why I did it. Uh, But the inspiration, I think it came for me, came to me when I was on a run. And I just was getting ideas of mm-hmm. like a military story of the alien invasion story and then I just had the thought of like oh an alien that's like the hive is pretty much like a bunch of bodies that have been taken over and are connected so then that's how I uh, came up with it okay uh, so how long did it take you to write the book? Uh, this book took a little I think it took a little over two years around the two year mark mm-hmm. so yeah it takes a while to get things going for books yeah,
1: yeah it, I've been trying to write my own story but my autism story for years and years and years, i just not. <laughs> okay. I still haven't gotten off the ground off of it yet. But so right. I need to make some time for it, though. It does take right. time.
0: Yeah. Are you doing uh, like, are you doing like a uh, autobiography, or just like do like a fictional story, or like what are you doing with it? Uh,
1: I'm just curious as to. Uh, probably autobiography.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Maybe what's, over. Uh, what's stopping you from doing it? Are
1: you just like, is it? I get it, dude. It's super tired. So I'm just wondering why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Just no. I just don't feel motivated to do it right uh, trying yeah. to, figure the, to figure out i had to figure out the timeline when i was diagnosed with autism too so, so i think okay. it was like seven or eight or something so it's kind of yeah you gotta find get the facts first right you gotta get your information right. together first and then you kind of you know it's better. than I think what most writers do. I don't know if you did this. Uh, did you write great a different list for like different chapters? Like, put chapter one and then put like a list of different points that you want to talk about. Yeah,
0: kind of. What I did is I had like I had uh four different paragraphs, which was like the main the four main mm-hmm. parts of the book. And then from those paragraphs, I made each of those paragraphs like a page. So then I broke up chapters based off of those pages. So sometimes it would just so I had like a plan out already, yeah. and then I just kind of slowly broke through
1: it yeah a lot of a lot of authors do plan it out ahead of time i'm sure yeah uh what is your schedule like when you are when you are writing the book uh, it depends on
0: if I'm working or not. So, like, if I if I have a day that I have work, what I do is I wake up really early, so I make sure I get at least an hour of writing in, and then I try to write on the, uh, I take the train sometimes, so I'll write on the train, uh, and then I just, like, if it's a day like today where I don't have work, then I just get a little extra done. So the days that I don't have work, I write a lot more than yeah. if I did, so,
1: yeah. It's hard, too. You're gonna balance working and, then, you know, doing the book. Do too it's i yeah. i know a lot of people that have written books and that takes up a lot of time too
0: yeah exactly yeah uh
1: how do you do research for your book that you wrote
0: uh well it, a lot of it is just like very vague easy research because it's like my book is soft sci-fi mm-hmm. so i don't actually have to know the real science it's just like oh there's blaster it's it has tech forget about it you know it's just like whatever <laughs> right so it's just like yeah it's just like you know uh, but I did do some research into, like, military tactics and, mm-hmm. uh, military ranking and stuff, and then through that, I just do, like, very simple, get the broad strokes, take it, and then make it my own, in, like, how it is in my world, how to, yeah. you know, so I can do my own stuff, kind of deal. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, does one of the main characters hold a special place in your heart? If so, why is that?
0: Um, I like, uh, there's one of the four, there's four main characters in this one, and one of them is more of a comic relief character, which, he was always my favorite to write, just to always write funny little stuff mm-hmm. it was just always fun to just do that mm-hmm. which yeah
1: okay uh, can you tell me about the process for coming up with the cover
0: yeah I actually uh, commissioned somebody to do the cover they did an amazing job it's like mm-hmm. it's a great cover uh, but pretty much I just found somebody and i had an idea of one of my favorite parts of the book which is when they discover uh, this thing called a hub which is like I don't want to get too into it because it's spoilery but like yeah it's just a hub it's a very important part of the book and they mm-hmm. discover a lot of people dead around it uh so i just thought that was a cool image to to see like oh there's this green alien stuff and it seems really interesting and that's what i yeah
1: okay uh is there an author that inspired you to write your book the the hive and who would that be uh, yeah, I mean, I have
0: a lot of favorite authors. I think probably when I was writing it, I really liked George R.R. Martin. Like, that was probably my favorite author mm-hmm. at the time. Probably, still now, honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I really love, really love those books, and mm-hmm. I was really inspired by it. But not, it's not, wasn't nearly as good. <laughs> not even close. But I was definitely getting mm-hmm. to the, on my way, so, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Who is, it, uh, the author you most admire in your genre? Ooh, well, that'd
0: be <laughs> sci-fi, yeah. I guess I just recently read the Dune book. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so the author of that what's his name? Uh is it Frank or something or oh, I, I completely forgot his <laughs> I'm name. I'm going to I even have the I, I have, have the book like right here on me too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't even
1: know. Uh I think it is. Okay, I'm just trying to see here. No, oh, I'm not finding it. Darn it. <laughs> don't I don't oh, know. Oh, it's
0: uh oh, it's complete I think I know it, but I don't want to say it cuz yeah. then it'll be like if I if I'm wrong, it will be like how
1: do you not know that? But Yeah.
0: I just read it right. and I was and that my that book like blew my mind. Yeah. Just it was an amazing book. So, yeah. Yeah. Have you read those books before? Like any of the Doom books? or?
1: No, I haven't. Maybe I'll have oh, okay. to look into that for the new year yeah. for sure. They're I, awesome, man. It was
0: awesome.
1: I got a couple of books I'm working on right now. I'm working on uh autobiography on Al and I got another one from another guest that was on my podcast, Terry Tucker. Uh, I'm reading his book as well upstairs. So I have a couple of books yeah. that definitely put the Doom, Doom book on the list, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I put Hive on the Put my book on the Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no kidding. No pressure, but yeah.
1: Yeah. If you find, um, now did the Doom book, please let me know. Like, uh, so yeah, you can shoot true. me an email over the holidays and I'll yeah. definitely look into it. Uh, are you planning another, what do you, sorry, going way ahead of myself here. What do you love about, the most about writing in your, in general? Um, I just
0: like, uh, well, I like the act of creating something, and Mm -hmm. I like the act of taking all, all aspects of it, but just the concept of taking something that was just, you know, you have an idea, or you just have a few vague ideas of a story, Uh And then you take those small ideas, which is just like a sentence or two or just an image, and then you blow it up to a world and a story and characters Uh and they all have these relations to each other. And then you take that story and then you just hammer away at it and then you make it something good. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love that whole process of just, like, and then, yeah. every, and then I love, like, getting lost in writing and just, you know, tinkering away and just figuring it out, mm-hmm. and it's just a really satisfying feeling when you have a goal and then you just get through it, so. Yeah, yeah. well,
1: I agree. I I can relate, because I'm a blogger, too, as well, plus the podcast, and the podcast, three podcasts, but I mean, like, I kind of like that, you just take one idea and then you kind of just blow it up, you kind of, like, put it into paragraphs, and it's just, like, sure. like wow, I you really, like, I really roll. That kind of
0: moment, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm curious how you got started on your podcast because you seem pretty serious about it. You got your own microphone with like the uh, with your logo on it, so yeah. I'm like, that's really fire, yeah. Yeah, How'd I gotta... you get started.
1: Uh, I started with my own podcast in 2014, eight years ago. Okay. Uh, that I had a co-host, and then that kind of lasted. That kind of lasted from 2014 to March 2015. So it was like a couple months it lasted. That went off the air. I was still actually active on YouTube. Still, I was still uh, doing my web series, The Entertainment Talk Show. And then, uh, uh, as The Entertainment Talk Show ended, then I ended up uh, doing everything about reality TV, and I did reality TV podcasts. And in two thousand eighteen I added in Power Rangers podcast under the name the CBLW show. And then that got split off on its own. And then yeah. when everything about real T V ended, then I went to this one, Entertainment Podcast, which is actually inspired by the Entertainment Talk Show, Ritual oh, my okay, original nice. series. That's how it kind yeah. of got started. And then you just
0: went full like
1: <laughs> full circle. circle. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's okay. Yeah.
1: And then yeah. I got I got the CBLW show returning next year. Just like movies, okay, cool. TV. Show, so it's, yeah, I got a lot going for myself.
0: Nice, yeah, that's a lot, yeah, a lot of work, man. That's good, though. That's it cool. does,
1: yeah. yeah, like writing, it takes a lot of work, and it's just not recording that, that you know, it's just not the the actual uh written, for example, for you, it's not the written part, it's more you got to do the prep too, right? For yeah, me, yeah, like, true. For me, it's like coming up with questions and you right. know, writing up uh topics and all that, like, it, there's the prep work that comes into it, and then you got editing, and then you got like the, the fine policy of your content too as well so it, it's a lot of work when it comes to whether you're blogging writing podcasting creating content you know there is a you could vouch for this it takes a lot of work yeah true so uh are you planning another book in the hive as this is As this is your first book. Yeah. uh,
0: There is going to be a second book. uh, But the way that the series, uh, the Arcane Volumes series Mm -hmm. name and Hive takes place on one planet. Mm -hmm. And then this next book is going to be on another planet uh, that's. Fantasy based, mm-hmm. and then slowly these there's going to be different planets, and it's slowly going to converge. But this next book, it's connected, but it's its own separate story. But it's through the same thing. Yeah. So
1: that's uh, okay. Your says you're a comedian. What inspired you to get into comedy? Uh,
0: I was just watching stand up comedy one day. Mm-hmm. Like I was just increasingly watching it, and then the thought popped in my head of, oh, I want to try stand up comedy. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did do it for like a year from that initial thought. But just watching stand up was like it just. To that scene of oh I want to try it so yeah
1: is there any comedian that you like like whether it's Tim Allen John K. D. you know like any of those big names
0: yeah yeah for sure uh I think one of my favorites is Dimitri Martin have you Mm -hmm. if you've heard of him he's pretty big he's pretty big I really like him I'll have
1: to look him up up for sure yeah
0: he's like he's kind of like it's kind of like you know him if you're like a big comedy fan but like not like huge but um I really like Chris Rock as well. Of course. Yep. Yeah, he's he's probably my one of my favorites as well. Uh, Todd Berry, he's he's another like kind of smaller one, but he's mm-hmm. really good too. And then Louis C.K. Even despite what happened, I mean, he's still great. Like, that's yeah. Just, yeah, those are a few of my favorites.
1: Okay, uh, what do you love about being a comedian? Uh, I like the. Uh, I just love
0: the. Again, like, I like the process of, you know, crafting a whole, like, I, I haven't even crafted an hour yet, but I love crafting a bit mm. and just, like, slowly building it up. But, of course, going up and doing well is nothing beats the feeling of just crushing. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, how do you overcome your overcome yourself with, how do you overcome nervousness when being up on stage?
0: I mean, it just it comes with doing it consistently because I don't really get nervous anymore unless it's a big show or unless I'm doing it in front of somebody mm-hmm. that, like, that's like, important to me or something then so it doesn't really exist anymore I'm like being scared about going on stage but the first few times were terrifying yeah so. yeah
1: yeah but when I started the entertainment man I was nervous as heck like I was just think yeah. like, I was like talking very low but now I'm just full of energy you know you I guess it, you over time you kind of you kind of get over the nervousness a bit
0: yeah for sure did you um like when you were doing entertainment man uh did you find that like were you doing live streams too or just like a podcast uh
1: Actually, when I did the Entertainment Talk Show, the web series on YouTube. Oh, okay. Web... Okay, right, right. Okay, cool. I still have the old channel. It's called the Director 015. It's still on YouTube, okay. actually, so... but uh yeah, nice. It was some wild days, though. <laughs> but you Yeah, yeah I'd love to check it out. <laughs> yeah, well, there's one of me screaming and, and swearing at my at my team. Oh, boy. Oh, damn, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of go... <laughs> guys, uh, I'm like, yeah, okay. But, yeah, uh, good day. I've really calmed down since those days. Those days. I was yeah. really immature. When I started, Okay. oh I was 20 so I'm now oh, 37 right. yeah. I yeah. just turned 37 almost a week ago so it's just yeah. you know I've calmed down a lot since
0: yeah. that yeah. it's always good to look back and be like oh i have grown up that's a good sign because if you don't if you're like if you're still the same person at 20 and you're like I haven't changed that's not good that's like but you've grown like it's good to like grow and change and even me too it's like I'm looking mm-hmm. back I'm 25 mm-hmm. and I'm looking back at who I was at 20 and I'm even like oh what, who the fuck was that guy like what was I doing what was I thinking you know so yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: What are the best strategies for memorizing uh involved monologue? Can you first actually explain what involved monologues is? I never heard that term In, before.
0: Involved monologue. I've actually never heard that either. Is that <laughs> I don't know. What is that? Involved I don't know. Monologue? Yeah, involved monologue?
1: Okay. Uh, involved. that's strange. I don't know. But how I do you...
0: could guess I can guess what that means? Yeah. <laughs> involved. okay, so a monologue is just like I mean on your involved, own, right? Mo... Yeah. I mean that's what a monologue is. But I don't know. I have no idea what that word means. Involved monologue so okay
1: know. we'll just skip that question actually that's fine because yeah. i got other yeah. questions yeah. too right uh what's Seriously. the key secrets to telling a joke to make the audience laugh
0: uh the key to a joke is one of it one of the parts is surprise mm-hmm. like some kind of misdirection or some kind of like you think it's going one way and then it goes the other way uh and then i think that a good thing would be to have some kind of um some of the funniest stuff is like the real stuff mm-hmm. like real thoughts or just like real observations that other people can can relate to, or that other people think about as well, but they just didn't put it tune in in a certain way. Yeah, so that's like that. That's a good way to do it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, so, what is it like being a comedian and making people laugh?
0: Uh, it's fun, but it's also really difficult. Like it's just sometimes it's fucking hell because you know sometimes when you do like say something like a road gig Mm -hmm. or something you get you drive like an hour to go to a place where there's 12 people there and you make 20 bucks or something so it's just like yeah that can be tough So yeah
1: it is yeah how'd you get into stand-up comedy did you always want to get into comedy
0: no i didn't always want to get into it like i knew what stand-up comedy was Mm -hmm. and i didn't start watching stand-up till i was like 16 17 and Mm -hmm. i watched like a little bit of it and then i started really getting into to it uh, when I started and then I started really like overly loving it yeah
1: you know, it good time. So. <laughs> yeah alright uh, one of my favorite uh, I don't know you've probably heard of him Tim Allen the, aka Tim the toldman Taylor yeah I, for sure I like how when he it's kind of funny there's a couple of like, his, like infamous grunts that he does from Home Improvement yeah. he does it on other shows he's done the oh no when something goes wrong oh, okay. it, it's just it's kind of neat that like, you, you can take you know you can have your own uh, what's the word i'm looking for um oh, i'm trying to think here you kind of have your own trademark for uh right. comedy too you have like a certain lines that you use for like comedians in the movies you can use different trademarks like i said that tim allen does like you can use it yeah. in movies tv shows also your stand-up it's like it's great that you can be so creative with uh the comedy as well
0: yeah for sure yeah definitely yeah it's good to also have like an image or something like that or like like a slogan because then people know you for that and it's like that helps a lot of like having a yeah. like, like strong image of like, oh, this is who I am. So, yeah, yeah that helps a
1: lot. And especially like the, uh, Ronnie Dangerfield with the no respect. That is a big thing. Right, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's one yeah. of his big slogans. It's no respect. It always yeah. brings up his wife all the time and all that. It, good actor. Uh, yeah. Too bad he's passed away though. He's still funny. How did you come up with the material?
0: Uh, well, a lot of it comes from just forcing myself to sit down and write. Uh, but also now I'm at that point where I'm talking a lot about my real life and just like what I really think about things because I used to be afraid of that like I used to just tell edgy stuff but now I started bringing in like stuff that's happened to me stuff Mm -hmm. I really think and just making it fun in a funny way so then it's just but then you have to do you do have to still force yourself to sit down and write and then also I come up with a lot of stuff when I'm on stage now that's what I've started doing I'm just like riffing and just like playing around so yeah
1: okay what has been the highlight of your career so far
0: uh probably this last summer uh Mm -hmm. I did like a really big Tour, which was super fun. Like I went all over Canada, so I mm-hmm. I went to like two or three different provinces and just like had a time of my life because I was doing um this thing called the Fringe Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much like you can have comedy or music or plays or whatever. And I was doing stand up, so yeah, I just had so much fun. But I had a couple really bad shows, <laughs> but like it was fun for the most part. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, we're all, we all gonna have uh not so good shows here and there too. It's part of yeah. part of it, right? You're not gonna always be perfect. You can't always be perfect perfect you know you exactly. yeah. can't be perfectionist i think that's the line uh that's what i always think you can't always really be per- perfectionist at everything right
0: right
1: where can they get the your book bu- i can't talk today the- okay it has been a long year i know yeah, <laughs> sure. where can they get your book the hive uh it can be found at amazon
0: uh if you just look up my name which is jeremiah and then UK P O N R E F E, or you can go to my website for a pre, uh, free preview of the book which is just www.jeremiahu.com and then there will be links to the book there as well so
1: all right any social media you'd like to promote today
0: uh yeah like you could check out my instagram which is just jeremiah uk p-o-n-r-e-f-e uh also my if you're in toronto i do i have a company punching sideways productions which Mm -hmm. is just events the comedy events if you want to check any of that out as well
1: yeah all right anything else you want to talk about that we did not talk about today uh uh, no, man, I'm, I think I'm pretty good, yeah. All right, perfect. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on to the podcast today, Jeremiah. I appreciate you, you know, being willing to reschedule because we had to, a little scheduling conflict. I want to thank yeah, you for, yeah. Yeah, for uh, willing to come back, to reschedule and come on the podcast at the end of the year. So. But thanks for having me, man. This was super fun. Yeah, thank you. No problem. As always, you can follow Crispy on the Web on Facebook. Uh, you can join the Facebook community group as well. Twitter, Instagram is Crispy on the Web. And I will see you guys guys on was it Christmas is 25th so that would be next Sunday for the Christmas special it will be premiered on YouTube and as always on the audio only I will see you guys then have a good one thank you guys so much for an amazing year amazing season thank you to Jeremiah and all the guests that have come on this year it has been a blast this year uh I think over 70 percent of the episodes were actually guests this year which is crazy blown away so thank you guys so much I will see you guys for the Christmas next week in the last episode of the year till then have a good one bye for now thanks, for, thanks listening. for listening we'll be back next week again for a fresh round
0: it's the entertainment man podcast